Wine Moms, I have an announcement. Are you ready? Eek! I don't know if I am. I've been working so hard on this behind the scenes. But here we are. Drum roll, please. I have officially launched the MW Wine Club. The Wine Club is a member-based virtual happy hour where we together try new sips, learn from real wine industry professionals, trade wine and cocktail recipes, and connect with fellow wine moms. We even play games, host contests and giveaways, and so much more. Come join in on the fun and learn some wine industry trade secrets. Shh. With novice to master wine lovers alike. As the world opens up, you may even begin to find me exploring wineries across Napa Valley. Register for the MW Wine Club at themommywines.com. I can't wait to see you there. We're back with another episode of Mommy Wines with your favorite wine mom, Emma Dawn. Tune in while she shares her motherhood experiences, introduces you to motivational and empowering special guests, and sips away your sins in the Mommy Wines Confessional. Mom life can sometimes get lonely and overwhelming, so she created this relatable, inclusive, and supportive space for us to be ourselves. Let loose, enjoy a glass of wine, and laugh. Get ready for today's episode. Here's Emma. Hi, Wine Moms, and welcome back to another episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Emma Dawn, and today I am sitting down with the raw, the relatable, the authentic, and genuine two spunky moms that make up the Momtourage Podcast. Yes, you heard me right. East Coast Podcast Royalty is in the house. <laughs> Help me give them the warmest welcome as we get in to today's episode. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Carrie's coming right now. We were literally just recording for our show. Nice oh, to meet you. Nice to meet you. Are you guys together or do I need to send her link info so she can log in? Oh, here she no, is. She'll be good. I'm new to Zoom. Oh, what a world, <laughs> man. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. We're doing it. We're all here. I feel like I, I, feel like I need to pour another drink, but I, I, there's no time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys drink on your show, too? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I Wait. have a gin and tonic, but I'm halfway done because it's been a, a, a strenuous day. Oh, that's okay. We're pretty much always drinking. I just made it sound like alcoholics, but maybe a little. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That is a-okay. <laughs> so is awesome. We're excited. Yeah. I just posted a little story in the other day. Um, so I put on my stories all of the upcoming recordings I had for the weekend, and I put a little question box if anybody had questions. Um, and I did get a few, Oh, but I had two mommy group fails. And oh. with you guys being the anti-mommy group moms, I am about to like join your train. 
So. Yeah, oh, please do. Please we do. always need more members of the mom trash. Yes. That's what the mom trash is all about. It's a safe place for everyone who feels like essentially a mom fuck up. Do you curse on your show? Should I yes. not say that? No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love that I can see through the Zoom that my baby's Perry and I all Uh-oh, where'd she go? Uh, it's right here. Oh, I am on a delay. Yeah, there was just oh, a little... am I on a delay? You were for a second. And I was just saying that okay. I love that I can see that my child's baby blanket is on your couch behind you. <laughs> <laughs> we're real friends, guys. Ashley has my kid's baby blanket behind her. Oh, nice. I love that. So I actually, what were your mom fails? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I am like, I need to get your opinion on this. Okay. Okay. So my new sponsor uh, came on board the show last year, and it's a company called One Hope Wine. Um, they basically just keep me intoxicated. Um, nice. And I love that. <laughs> but one of the things I don't accept every sponsorship because some of them just don't fit me. And I'm sure you guys know that experience, like random ass brands will send all kinds of random shit to you. But like, I feel like if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. But one hope I loved because their wine is delicious. I tried every single one that they sent me and it was so good. And, uh, they do, um, nonprofit. So 10% of all their proceeds go to nonprofits. And, um, they have these wine packs. So I've been recently raising money for, um, foster care nonprofits. And one of the things you can do with them is if you want to raise money for a nonprofit, you can host, um, like a wine fundraiser. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fun. And I was like, you know what? I've been so like cooped up because of COVID. I haven't seen a bunch of people. I could raise a million dollars for these people. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you need to reach out to them. They're so awesome. Um, So I was like, I I think it would kind of be fun to host like a little small gathering because we're still in COVID, but like have like a little wine tasting at my house just because I'm like, dude, I haven't talked to anybody but a four-year-old in like a year, except for like people on my podcast, but there hasn't been like any in-person conversations or like connections. And um, I never thought being an introverted person that I was somebody who needed that. I was like, you know what? I get all of my adult interaction in my podcast. I'm fine. But I was like, you know what? It would kind of be nice to like put on some jeans um, and like maybe do my hair and have like a couple people over with like snacks and wine and do like a little wine tasting. So I put in one of my local Facebook mom connection groups I was like, Hey, I don't know if this is allowed, but if it is, I was thinking about maybe having like a really small wine tasting at my house. If anybody is interested and think that would be fun, let me know. And I can plan it. Uh, the company that I've been working with on my podcast supports nonprofits, like, you know, veterans, homeless pets, hungry children, LGBTQ plus, and whatever else. Um, and the administrator reached out to me, sent like a bunch of nasty messages saying, you know, we live in a conservative area. If you feel like taking the LGBTQ plus out, I will approve it. But if you don't, I'm not approving. Where stuff. are you? Where I, are you? I'm in Northern Nevada. I, I also thought that this story was going to go into like the administrator was like, hey, we don't really want to support people having a gathering indoors during COVID. The fact that it was the LGBTQ thing. That is what is I thought. Shocking. 
First I of would, all, first of all, okay, I'm going to pop off for a second, as we like to say. I'm taking that word from Ashley. We just were talking oh, before. I'm going to pop, pop it off, off for a second. Okay. Hey, wine moms. I am proud to say and celebrate that One Hope Wines has reached over $6 million in donations. One Hope's award-winning wines are made by some of the most acclaimed winemakers in the industry. Blending traditional winemaking methods with modern techniques, each exquisite bottle becomes a catalyst for change. One Hope's commitment to high-quality wine is just as important as their commitment to the causes they support. Through the sale of every bottle, One Hope has donated over $6 million to impactful causes around the world. They have built a school in Guatemala, funded over 19000 thousand days of clinical trials for breast cancer research, planted an entire forest in Indonesia, provided over 3 million meals for children in need, and found over 80,000 pets forever homes. If you're going to sip, then sip with purpose. OneHopeWines.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. And if you have a cause that you would like to support, send me a message on Instagram. I would love to host a wine fundraiser with you. Check out the link in the show notes below. Your ideas about what is right and wrong in the world does not belong in a parenting group. Okay. Parenting groups should be safe places that the borders on the, the group or the, like the, the group rules should be like no hate speech no shaming, no whatever, but, but like excluding a group, which P.S., the LGBTQ group, our parents too. Also, oh yeah. Yes. Uh, they should, that should not be, that, that is not belonging in any part of a parent Facebook group that I want to be a part of. Agreed. Um, uh, yeah. Because that's spreading hate. And the thing that parents should be number one about is not teaching their kids hate and not being hateful themselves. Um, and we are like a real, we are a real, like anything flies kind of mom group, but what doesn't fly for us is intolerance or hate in any way, shape or form, unless it's the own mother talking about hating her children briefly. That's like the <laughs> only kind of my kid was an have. asshole today and I hated him all afternoon. But oh, right. I love or, him or yeah, we welcome that. We, we welcome, welcome that, that all yeah, the yeah, time. No that. problem. But that that is just wrong. I really also agree with Ashley that I thought that it was going to go like a like we can't have a gathering. Right. Evidently, they don't give a fuck about COVID. No, what they give like, a fuck about is they have their own ideas of what is right and wrong up their asshole is what it is. Well, it was crazy too because I even posted in the post. I was like, you know, delete if not allowed. Let me know if it's not allowed. We can keep it really small, like five at the most. But and I kind of thought. As I was writing the post, I was like, I know we should probably do it over Zoom, but like, I'm just so tired. And we're also, already- Nevada has like pretty good weather. You probably could do it outside. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. And um, and like, as I was posting it, I was like, okay, she's probably, if she d- like doesn't approve it, it's probably going to be because it was like an in-person thing. And then I, I sent a screenshot of her comment because it like mess she messaged me back because she like denied the post and I sent it to a friend of mine um and she was like oh my god that's crazy and of course 
wildfire in a small town gossip in a small town spread like a bad fire and she like sent it to another friend of hers and was like oh my god look what this woman said she's freaking crazy and and then they posted it in another group that I'm not like a part of I wasn't a part of that Facebook group so I didn't see it so my friend was sending me all these screenshots of the like Lots people just attacking you, her opinion. it was yeah, like an well, army yeah. They, they went to war to this woman because she, there's like 1400 people in her mommy group. And for the town I'm in, I'm like parallel with Salt Lake city, but like we are three hours away from Salt Lake city. We are two and a half hours from twin falls in Idaho. And we're another four hours from Reno. So we are so isolated. So for her to have such a big group in like the rural area that I'm in, it was like shocking. And every, and then she started saying like, like, uh, people were posting like their stories. They're like, well, my brother's, um, a member of the LGBTQ plus community, and he's going to be moving up here and, you know, doing nails at the salon. He's moving up from Vegas. And she was like, oh my God, I totally support it. I'll totally get my nails done by your brother. And she was like, kind of going back and forth, going back and forth, like trying to defend herself. And then she sent me this message on my podcast, but she keeps sending me messages and then blocking me. So like on my podcast page, she sent me a message and then blocked me. So it didn't get a notification. I just saw it. And this was like back in January. Um, so I just saw it the other day and she was like, I'm going to uh, freaking send a lawyer to your house. I'm suing you for slander and breaking the rules of my mom group on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, my I don't God. think that. I don't know that it's the definitely rules not of your... slanderous because she put herself in that position. I don't know if the rules of your mom group will hold up in a court of law. <laughs> I mean, I'm no lawyer, but I'm not also, sure that that really will work. Miss. Also, I'm a little bit hashtag triggered because I find that, pardon me, I'm I'm old. So I do things like put hashtags to seem relevant. <laughs> in like so real life, that's fine. I do right, it, yeah. yeah, I apologize. We all um, do it. I... I have a couple of family members that are, um, uh, what my family gay? is, well, no split between two things. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of gay family members in my family, but I also have a very small faction of like Uber extra religious people that are not yeah. pro mm. that. And it is Sorry. Really upsetting to me. The way I said gay sounded so like <laughs> gay. I was just like, is she trying to get at that? She's gay people. Yeah, well, like, I just say it. I was trying to describe that I have like way more gay people Sorry. in my family, but I have this small <laughs> faction of like super religious people. It's just a few people. And they, ha that I have found in my experience, in my very small experience of with my family, which is why this is triggering because families are triggering. Guess what? In case you didn't know <laughs> yeah. um, that they're like, gay is okay for like doing my nails and decorating my house but it's not okay for like rights or <laughs> having or children existence. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or like go going to heaven or whatever they, they, you know, and I'm like, listen, uh, that is problematic in so many ways. Like either just, you know, I, I, I'm not really good with you not liking gay people, period. But like, just pick a pick a lane. Either be like, no gay people in my life at all. Yeah, don't, right. like them. don't be like they're good to like work for me. What is this slavery? Like, you know, like <laughs> right. Anyway, so I'm just a little triggered by that. <laughs> I, I wish I was a part of this other group because, like, why can't you? People sneak into other groups all the time. I just get in there. I just I I hate Facebook because one of the things I had um 
I had started a, like a podcast, mommy wines, Facebook group before I even released my first episode of the podcast. Um, but like, I just, I never kept up with it because I feel like Facebook and it's kind of like the same thing with like Instagram versus Twitter, like Instagram, people are nice and positive and they're posting all these like motivational quotes and they're being like inspiring in their stories and whatever, but you get on Facebook and you can see the same person. And it's like, uh, it's, it's like Jerry Springer over there. It's like, people are like, have two personalities. It's like the Instagram personality and then the Facebook personality. And I just can't, I just can't with Facebook. So I, I was a part of that mom group. Um, when I lived in my town before moving to Salt Lake and coming back. So like when I moved back, I was just kind of like already still in it. So when I had the idea of like, um, having like a little, like mini gathering, not even with kids, like just like a couple people. Um, I like just posted it in the Facebook group just to see if anybody would be interested. And yeah, it turned into a whole crazy thing. So no, but I got her message the other day and she sent it back in like the 23rd, I think of January or the 19th of January. And so like no lawyers have knocked on my door. I don't, she doesn't know where I live. So I don't know why she was like, my lawyer is going to be knocking on your door. Like, no, they're not. Cause you don't know where I live. Crazy. Listen, let me just tell you, I've had multiple people threaten slander lawsuits on me. That just tells you the kind of girl that I am. They never <laughs> I happen, love that. Just so you know, <laughs> totes fine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> never had that. What do you mean you've had multiple people? <laughs> my one employer sent me like oh, that way that, yeah. that that's a new that I had the article in the in uh the cut from New Yorker yeah. magazine so I mean I was justified <laughs> but anyway it's a long story Ashley and I have a lot we like to like drop hints on other podcasts about how strange our lives are and that maybe that was one of them that I accidentally dropped that I had this employer that was so crazy that she was written up in like the New York Times <laughs> oh my god Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine-to-five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? No, no, no. This isn't another get-rich-quick scheme or some MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. And yes, you heard me right. Bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son and how I am living and working around a schedule that's best for our lives, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that's in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, who have no idea where they're going to be next. College students, if you're studying finance, why not get real on-the-job experience now? Retirees and frequent travelers, maybe you don't want to carry around a lot of inventory or you don't want to do any heavy lifting. This is perfect. You can work wherever you're connected. Basically, anyone who wishes to leave behind the chains of a cubicle go ahead and check out edjconsultinggroup.com. My home bookkeeping masterclass is available under the resources page, but if you would like to join my team of remote bookkeepers, check out the My Team page. 
at edjconsultinggroup.com. Anyway, she threatened slander on me like three times. I was like, okay, bitch, let's see the receipts. Nothing happened. Don't worry. (laughs) I know. I I run a business financial practice. I do like bookkeeping and payroll. Unfortunately, podcasting isn't my full-time gig. Um, I, hopefully one day it will be because that'll be so much more fun than like crunching numbers, but amen. I have this one client. She was absolutely crazy and her business, like I started taking over her books and her business was so like in the gutter. It was bad. She was like bleeding money. And at this point I'm like, okay, Um, businesses oftentimes reach out for help when they were like on their last leg. But at this point, like you're on your last breath, there's nothing I can do. You're too far gone. Um, so now she's like, she owes me like $1,500. I'm going to have to write it off as never going to be paid. Um, but yeah, every time like my system, I use QuickBooks, every time it automatically sends her a reminder that her invoice is overdue. She always sends me back this crazy, dramatic message of like, I'm going to sue you. And it's been like, a, I don't know, since July. So I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for you to sue me now. <laughs> it won't happen. She's not even going to pay you $1,500. She can't afford to sue you. That's yeah, all. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, valid point. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> People are like so sue happy and so easily offended nowadays. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Like waiting for you to sue me so you can either just pay your invoice or pay a lawyer either way it's money that's like, going towards the person me yeah like if you pay your invoice I'll go away <laughs> but like <laughs> until you pay it the system's just automatically going to remind you that it's overdue <laughs> so funny so one of the things I was going to ask um and some of them are questions from um my listeners that I've got over from my Instagram stories is what brought you guys together? And another one is why did you start your podcast? Oh, Carrie, do you want to, you want to start this story off? Sure. <laughs> oh, so, I feel like it's going to be juicy. I mean, it, everything it is. is juicy. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we were hired to do a different podcast called scary mommy speaks, which we did for like six months. I feel like our total involvement was a year, but really the podcast was out for six months. Yeah. And, um, they had approached Ashley way before they, uh, I met them, but they had been like sort of courting Ashley through this Instagram show that she had. Um, and then they were looking for a partner for her. So I came into it at later, where there was this like, you know, open call kind of situation looking for real life best friends. So me and my real life best friend, Valerie, not Ashley at the time, um, (laughs) although she is now, uh, sent in a tape. We got called 15 minutes later. Uh, They had us in for an audition. We saw Ashley there. I was pretty bitchy and rude to Ashley uh, that first meeting. You love putting that part of the story (laughs) in. It's pretty like on brand for me. It is. I just feel like if you're going to know about us, that's like really, I'm not even ashamed of it. It's like, it's on brand. All those years of people telling me, I thought you were a bitch until I talked to you. Uh, (laughs) And and look, I'm not the bitchy one. No, but I am. And I'm I'm okay saying that. I am actually kind of bitchy and it's fine. I don't, I'm okay with that. Um, I'm also the most generous person you ever met, but I'm yeah, also kind true. of a cunty bitch. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I said the C word. I went there. Anyway, um, so the next time, we, we, my friend and I thought we killed it, obviously. So I mean, you did. 
we did. And then we get a callback. And in the email for the callback, they say, you're, you might be paired up with somebody else. And we're like, we knew that they liked Ashley. They kept talking about her. So me and my friend were like, they want this girl. And they're trying to figure out who they're going to They talked about me to you? But you kept going in, like we just could figure, and you had oh, okay. to talk to people. I, you know, listen, I, I'm I get what you're block. saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You like <laughs> knew the people. You're like, hey, and we're like, yeah, all right, yeah, we yeah. want this girl. Yeah. So me and my friend were like, made a pact and said, whoever gets it, we'll be happy for them. It's like whatever. Um, I end up getting the job, and then Ashley and I have a disagreement a little bit about what happened next. But <laughs> it was explained to me that we were supposed to kind of pretend to be best friends. Ashley feels that they did not say that. But the the, the idea was what happens when two real best friends have a podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. We do not know each other. No. Um, <laughs> we had all this like pre before the first episode was going to air. And so really, I mean, one full day of the two of us together and we were best friends, like true story. Like it was truly love at first sight, but the initial was, we did not know each other. We were not friends and we were pretending to be best friends. They just kind of worked and edited around so that no one ever heard that we were not best friends before, but um, we weren't. But honestly, I was in a, when I, when I got cast in scary mommy, I had just had my baby and was going through some really bad postpartum. And I think really an important thing to talk to about in a, another podcast about moms is that uh, getting to go to work every day and do something that was not related to my child. I mean, it was, it's a mom podcast, but leaving my child, interacting with other adult people, needing to like put on real pants, you know. Um, I get it so for sure. It made, it brought me out of my, what could have been a really bad postpartum depression situation. And so I think that that made our bonding even tighter because we were combined and we always had ideas. You're welcome, bitch. I know. I owe it to you, boo. I love you. I love you too. Um, but we had always had greater ideas of what we wanted to do, but we were talent for hire. Do you want um, me to, can I take yes. over now? Yes, please do. Okay, so Scary Mommy ends up kind of restructuring what they do and that they're doing a lot more um, sponsored stuff. And they put the podcast on hiatus. Um, Which and it still is. It still is on hiatus. They have, like, brought us back to do, like, uh, Huggies sponsored, like, four episodes to do, uh, to talk about, like, giving birth Just and all COVID. branded, branded right. content. All branded. Um, and... You know, we were pretty heartbroken when they told us because it was everything that Carrie said. It just felt so great. And, it, you know, we, it, you know, going to work every week, escaping your child every, you know, two days a week, going to go hang out with your best friend and interview celebrities is like kind of the fucking greatest thing in the entire world. Um, oh, and yeah. then occasionally having somebody put makeup on you and do your hair was like, oh, my God, what is this life? <laughs> um I literally so, was in a, I was literally in a body <laughs> brace for half of that. That's how bad off I was. <laughs> so um, when it ended, we were just like, 
this doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel right to let the story end here. You know, we felt like we had a really good rapport with each other. Um, Big ideas. We have big ideas. A lot of people and not just our moms, like a lot of people came and told us, Hey, you got, you know, you guys have helped me get through certain things with my own motherhood experience. I really appreciate your authenticity, you know, uh, whatever, various comments like that. And we were just like, well, let's do it, man. Let's just like, let's just do this thing on our own. And, uh, it's been just about a year and a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, we just want to keep growing this baby and seeing where it goes. And now we do the podcast. We do uh, a live show almost weekly um, on Thursday nights. And that's kind of like our weekly party for people to tune into on Facebook. And, um, you know, it's nice. I I talk to Carrie more than I talk to most people. (laughs) (laughs) I know I used to have, um, a podcast co-host. I went through two co-hosts actually, because when I first started mommy wines, I was like, Oh my God. Like I was living here where I live now, but it was before like zoom became a daily thing in your life. Um, and I was like, just starting out in podcasting. I actually didn't even know that you could, your show could be like picked up and you could be paid to podcast until all of that stuff with call her daddy went down. Mm. And I was like, there's contracts. People will pay you a salary to talk to someone like this is crazy. Um, It really is kind of the wild west right now with podcasting. Yeah. So like, I was like, so afraid of going out on my own uh, because I was like, if I don't have a guest, what am I going to do? Talk to myself. So I decided to get the, um, to look for a co-host and I found one who I loved and it was great because she was a little bit older than me. Um, generation X or yeah, X, I think, I don't know, whatever the generations are. Yeah. I think that's um, me. So like, cause she's in her forties, I'm in my thirties and that's me, generation X. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, wow, like she's gone through a divorce you know, she has an older kid than I do. I've like, always re- some real life shit. Yeah. Like I've always been a single mom and I only have one and he's younger. He's, he was like a, still a baby at the time. Um, and I was like, wow, it's such a good dynamic. We had such a good chemistry. And then we were both living in Salt Lake city and we hated Utah. <laughs> we were not meant to be there. After um, watching real housewives of Salt Lake city, I can understand why. It is like, uh, I feel like I went back in time. Um, and it's hard too, for me, because I went there as a contractor to, um, like work with companies who needed help getting their shit together. But as a woman, nobody, like they hired me to do my job, but as a woman, they weren't allowing me to do my job. And it was really, (laughs) really frustrating. So like, she was like, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm thinking back to Portland. Um, and then I was like, I don't really care where I go as long as I'm on the other side of the Utah state line. So I ended up coming back to Nevada, which I'm like literally a rock throw over the state line. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, as long as I can get wine delivered, I am good. Um, <laughs> so we were like, you know what? Like she just wanted to like give an ode to her season and we didn't want to like try to figure out all the recording, but since I've taken it, um, 
so low and I like, cause my show's never been picked up. I am like just chugging along by my sponsorships, but that's like super interesting that they like casted you guys for that, for that show that they had in mind. Yeah. I mean, our show Montrage has not been picked up either. Uh, so do you like it more? Like, because I'm assuming you have more like creative license and like freedom. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about whatever we want. You know, the, the flip side of that is we don't make no money, right? We don't make money (laughs) off of it. So, uh, you know, what are you like more creative license or paying bills? Mm. It's a toss up. It's a toss. Yeah. yeah. It's a flip. I mean, I think, I think that in the long term, this is my personal opinion in the long term, having no, uh, not being talent for hire is better in the short term. Uh, talent for hire is really easy, especially when you have like a new baby at home and yeah. you need some monies. Um, <laughs> we we quickly learned like the confines of that and were willing to have the confi- confines of that for the time it was. But uh, we definitely were looking for Ashley and I are hustlers who have a lot of ideas and opinions. And so um, it was a natural progression for us to kind of do it on our own. The Fetching Barker is owned and operated by Milo, my four-year-old son, an inspiration behind all that I do, Zeppelin, our rescue ESA golden doodle, and myself, your wacky and adventurous wine-sipping podcast host. Shop the most fetching and eco-friendly, natural, and handcrafted dog supplies. The Fetching Barker has everything your pup needs and so much more, from toys to travel essentials a wide line of CBD and hemp products, snacks and treats, and so much more. Shop your favorite brands like Pet Head, Beko Pets, Papilla, Petalton Pet, or find new brands that I'm sure you're going to love. Visit thefetchingbarker.com and feel good that a portion of all profits go to support global conservation efforts. That's thefetchingbarker.com. Yeah. I kind of love doing, I've never been on the other side, but I am such a control freak. If me having a financial background doesn't tell you that already, like mm-hmm. I am so like by the, like, this is my plan. This I'm going to execute this. Like I'm such a control freak. I, I don't, I don't know. I would be a little bit nervous, especially because I'm going on my second year of doing this show. And it's gone through a lot of ups and downs with like co-hosts taking it solo, taking a break, rebranding. Um, but like my whole like heart and soul goes into my show and I could not imagine, I would love to have like somebody who edits and produces and like does all of my booking for me. But like, if that's, if that's the sacrifice of me doing it on my own is I have to do those things. It's, I think it's worth it too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm also type A. I'm a Virgo um, <laughs> and I have never wanted to be in a partnership. Um, I just have also, I'm an only child. I find partnerships very limiting generally. I don't like roommate situations. Like it's just not my, has never been my thing. And I will say that with Carrie, this is the first time where I actually think it's great to have a partner. I think we work incredibly well together uh the fact that there's two of us means that you know we work a shit ton but 
the work is distributed between the two of us. You know, we each have our thing that we're better at and uh, that's what we tackle those things. And, um, you know, so although I totally hear everything you're saying, maybe you just haven't met the the person yet. You know, Carrie and I discussed this this week. We were recording somebody else's show and we made it a point to set boundaries from the beginning. You know, um, Carrie's been in professional relationships where she's been burned before. I've just been in a bunch of toxic friendships, honestly, before. And um, setting, truly setting those boundaries beforehand has made a world of difference. And also just like who we both are and how, like I'm a moody asshole. And Carrie's <laughs> like- One of my yeah. favorite things about her, truly. I love that about her. My I husband love hates that. About that. Her. My love husband. It. I was going to ask if you're married because you're like, I hate partnerships. Yeah. I hate roommates. But yeah, but you know, <laughs> like who do you think is the bossy one? It's not him, you know? Um, and, and- he's wonderful. And he really truly is a wonderful guy. Um, but I also did it enough that I was like, I know I can't be with the, you know, this type of big, person. Yeah. Big dick machismo guy. That's not, <laughs> and not that my husband doesn't have a big dick. I'm not actually talking about the size of his penis to like clarify. Just, what is it? BDE? Yeah. Yes, big, big dick, dick energy. energy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Partnerships are really hard to find the right one. Like, yeah. I think that I became a little bit more clear about what I would like in a partnership because I had one before I have another business. I guess it's not even completely done, but it's like a, it's an inactive business at the moment um, where it just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but we just didn't really set it up well in the beginning. And it's harder the further you go on to set your boundaries in yeah. general. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I have to agree that I have never met someone yet to this date that I am as comfortable trusting that whatever work that has been uh, delegated is actually going to get done yeah. and in a, in a, in a way that is uh, as good, if not better than I would do it myself. Like that's Ooh. never happened until yeah. Ashley really, truly. Cause I have trust issues. I'm like, I'm the girl that in a group project is like, Hey guys, you can guys can take a break. I'll do the whole group yes. for us so, Same. That can, so that we can get an A like, yeah. I am Tracy Flick from the movie election. Like I am like, <laughs> we are all the do, same person. <laughs> I will do the project for you and we will get an A. So just chill the fuck out, do whatever you do, drugs, have sex with your boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> I will do the project. And so it's hard for me to say, no, you like this. I'm going to delegate this to you or whatever it is, but it's truly like an even partnership with Ashley and I, and we always joke. And I say this all the time. So everybody that for whatever reason would listen to all the shows we're also on aside from our show. So I'm sorry, but thank you, but I'm sorry. Knows that for whatever reason, Ashley and I uh, don't have bad days on the same day. Like whatever the universe has provided for us is, Ooh, that, good. is that when one of us is going through a hard time, luckily the other person isn't for the most part. So yeah. we do a lot of, and there's been a lot of that in 2020, you know, for real. So um, we're lucky that even stuff that we're not good at will take over yeah. uh, when the other person's having a rough time. Oh, that's nice. That's my love letter to Ashley. Oh. <laughs> you I got mine. Your, I love your <laughs> snort. You're like, <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my God. So I think you actually answered all of the questions. The only other question I think uh, comes up 
is how do you find the time with two schedules? And I loved that question because that was when I had co-hosts, I went through two different co-hosts. Um, that was like one of our things was, um, and they both had husbands. So like they had husbands, but I had a career. I was running my business. So it's like trying to work two families, two, you know, careers, um, and then trying to find time to do all of the things that we wanted to do. Like, um, this was pre COVID, but like conventions and like in-person things or live recordings and stuff like that. Like, how do you guys, um, find the time to balance everything and fit podcasting into your schedules? Well, thankfully both of our kids are around the same age. Carrie's daughter is two. My son is three. So they Aww. kind of like are on the same nap schedule, which and helps. And I've, and I've also adjusted our naps. Like we've, the two of us have adjusted the naps to an agreed range Time. so yeah. that we can try <laughs> to get as much done. I mean, it does, you know how it works. It doesn't always work that way, but yeah, our kids' naps are in the same range so that we can use that time to schedule recording time. Yeah. And we just, we just, we have a shared calendar. Nice. Virgo. Um, <laughs> and we just really try to accommodate each other. So like, you know, we, like this week coming up, we've got a bunch of interviews and we, we just like constantly stay in touch with each other. I mean, we text all fucking day long. I have never talked to somebody other than my <laughs> husband and my mother this much in my life. That's I, right, boo. It's true. And we like constantly, I'll be like, hey, this this looks like it's going to happen at this time because I handle most of the booking stuff. Um, does this, do you have time? You Ashley, know, Wednesday Ashley's at a lot of pre-production. I'm a lot of post-production. Yeah. Um. Do you have, you know, do you have time for this at three? Can you make it work? And, and, you know, thankfully right now, I mean, one of the good things about COVID is we're all home for the most part. So yeah, there's not much to do. (laughs) No, it's not like we have to go be anywhere. It's like, all right, I just, we just have to like carve out some time where hopefully our partners or husbands can help us out. And if not, then our kid is in the room and we bribe them with screen time. You know, we just like try, (laughs) we try our best. And that's the nice thing about having a mom show is like the imperfection is it's okay because we all know that that's the case. Like we're, we're very much not, we don't like that veil of perfection. It's not who we are. And I just, we find it Look very at me. I'm like, is my microphone broken? That's how I heard I'm like, what just happened here? Is my microphone broken? Um, also, we are very close to our parents. And Ashley yeah. lives very close to our mother. And I live medium close to my mom. And we do have a little bit of help from our parents, but not a ton, to be honest with you. We, we really just try to, yeah. you know, respect each other's work schedule and our partner's work schedule and just try to do what we can. Our partners are really supportive of the podcast and, you know, the reality of the situation is our partners right now are our breadwinners at the moment. Um, We hope that changes at some point. We're planning (laughs) on changing that. We're working towards it. We're working on it. But, you know, we I need have to give to me around. one of those husband things once I mean, I don't have days. a husband, but so don't feel like you need to husband them right up. But yes, a partner, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, we try to just, it's not easy to accommodate everybody's schedule, but it does help that we talk so much that we are actual friends, that our kids yeah. are 
your ages and that this is a mom podcast and not a finance podcast. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you'll hear my kid in the background every once in a while. And, you know, we just, we do the best we can. It's not, it's not easy for anybody right now. No, no. one. No. Okay. I have to tell you a secret. Coffee is literally one of my food groups. Having my son home with me all year, expanding my practice, EDJ Consulting Group, relaunching my super fun and spooky podcast, Tales After Dark, and running our eco-friendly pet shop, The Fetching Barker, it's honestly what keeps me moving and retaining the little bit of sanity I have left. Coffee Over Cardio is my go-to lifesaver. It's owned and operated by female entrepreneur, Abby Scott, and it's all carb-free, sugar-free, keto-friendly, and gluten-free. Like, seriously? It's totally guilt-free. With super fun flavors like birthday cake, cinnamon bun, French toast, vanilla hazelnut, my favorite, and so many more, you can't go wrong. Coffee Over Cardio even has all your coffee accessories like tumblers, frothers, creamers, and my must-have hydrate that you can add to coffee or water, upping the flavor and the hydration with electrolytes. Abby is seriously a genius. Get 10% off when you use code 10 Don and free shipping on orders over 85. Once again, that's code 10 Don. The link is in the show notes below. I love that your show is like a realistic view an authentic view of mom life and you don't like that veil of perfection because one of the things that people reached out to me and appreciated about my show when I started even just two years ago um and this is kind of like a newer thing like showing real life being your authentic self not just a picture perfect image on Instagram um when I started in 2018 people reached out to me and they're like oh my God, I related to that episode so much, or my kid is doing the same thing and it drives me crazy. And I've kind of been a little bit more open lately about, um, cause I'm a pretty cynical person, but I also have, uh, a struggle with misophonia. Um, mm -hmm. and my son is getting it to the age he was fine when he was a baby, but now he's getting older being four going on five this year. It's like, he's starting to get like invited to birthday parties and stuff like that. And I took him to a birthday party. <laughs> you guys might like this. Um, I took him to a, a small birthday party. I know it's COVID. People don't come at me. I didn't plan it. Um, but uh, I took him to a birthday party. And with my misophonia, it's a sensitivity. It's an extreme Chewing, sensitivity right to, to light and sound. Yep. And like, I get irritated and I have no poker face at all. Um, if I'm irritated, it's like resting bitch face all the time. And I feel really bad about it, but I'm like, sorry, this is what I'm feeling right now. Like, you're just going to have to live with it. And like, if you don't like it, move along. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I was like getting to the point where like, I was like getting nauseous because it was like a lot of kids in the same space. It's winter, you know, it sounds it's like a nightmare without the, 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 yeah. the, the and, phobia. Yeah. But like, it's, it's still like, it was in January. It's still winter. It's cold outside. So they were all inside and the sound was just like echoing off of the walls. 
And I was like, okay, like, I'm just going to suck it up. I'm doing this for my kid. He needs these experiences. Like, I can't just like keep him locked up inside forever. He needs to live his own life. And, um, on the way home at night when we drive, I don't know why he does this, but he really likes me to move the, um, rear view mirror down so he can see me. It's Mm. only at night. And I don't know why. Um, so anytime we get in the car and it's nighttime, I always move the mirror down. And so we're driving home and this is like two miles from my house. We're driving home and he's like, Oh mommy. He's like, you don't look good. He's like, you got to poop. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm like, I just don't feel good. And he's like, oh, you're going to throw up. You're going to throw up, huh? And I'm like, why? Just like, stop talking about it. <laughs> if you didn't bring it up, I would like be able to breathe through it. But I pulled over twice um, on the way home to throw up because I was so like just overstimulated by the sounds. And um, yeah, it's like, it's like one of those things where like the memes that are on my Instagram or the messages that I get, they're like, this is so relatable. Nobody talks about like the misery of going to like a little kid's birthday party. Or- oh my God. Ashley and I hate that shit. We're like, yeah. ugh, really another birthday party? And where is it going to be? I'll, we like, also really- place? Ugh, gross. We really haven't had to do a lot of birthday parties to be completely honest. I have social anxiety disorder, so I'm not into any like group <laughs> gathering at all. Just like- I'm just not into it. I just, I'm just lazy. I'm a slob. Like on weekends, I don't want to leave my house. And also um, COVID, we don't leave the house. So. Oh yeah. You guys are both in New York, aren't you? Right outside outside. of New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I feel like I had three New York, New Jersey people on my show this weekend. (laughs) I mean, it's a real situation. I mean, it's, it's not great here for COVID. So I also. I also was just going to say, I think the area that you're in leads to uh, like where we are, we're used to like cynical bitches and we're used to people (laughs) not having any kind of poker face and just being like, yeah, I'm not into this. Bye. Yeah. So I feel like you really belong out here, frankly, because uh, it's a little bit more of the norm. I think Ashley and I maybe skew a little bit aggressive on that side, but it is pretty normal to be like, yeah, I'm just not into that. <laughs> you know, it's like cynical kind of reigns over here. And so um, I feel like uh, the the perfect mom thing is like, that's huge in Utah and Nevada. Like most of the uh, big, huge yeah. Instagram celebrities have that kind of really perfect veneer are from Nevada and Salt Lake. So, or Utah Lots of brown. Lots of tan, lots, lots of, beige. of filter, lots of lovely filters being yes. used. And so that must be really hard as a mom to live in that area where the norm is this kind of sense of like beautiful Instagram filter perfection. Yeah. Um, oh, not that it- we don't have that here, but I definitely feel like um, it skews way more on the other side you are. It was absolutely the worst. And it's one of the reasons why I was like, if I raise my kid in this toxic atmosphere, he's going to grow up to resent me because I'm a normal fucking human being. Or he's going to be weird. Or he's, yeah. Well, it it was getting to the point where, and there is a really big um, religious organization that kind of filters that lifestyle. Um, So like, because of that, and we weren't a part of that, 
um, he wasn't even allowed to like play with other kids. And when we were in Utah, he didn't get invited to anything. So like, huh. I feel so bad because I was like, oh my God, he's, we moved back to Nevada and we're here for a couple months and he's already invited to a birthday party. Like, I'm so happy for yeah, him. Yeah, you have to go. Dude, did I throw up on the way home? Yeah, twice. <laughs> and then, but You're I'm a good like, mom because you went anyway. Yeah, I'm like, I have to take him because when we were in Utah, he would look up at me because he has this power wheel Jeep thing that has like a remote control that I can drive him in until he, I love it. You're gonna, your equipment is trying to tackle you right now. Oh my now. God. So forever, that's a long story. I've been needing to change out what I've got here, but this is really extra annoying today <laughs> and I apologize. It's so annoying today. It's Mercury is in retrograde and so is my thing. So go keep, continue your story. I'm just gonna, I'm but, just gonna be like, as it falls down, it's so annoying. Oh my God. But, so he has this power wheel thing. And when we were living in Utah, we lived in like a townhouse community. So it was like, a bunch of row houses all together. And it was like a little cul-de-sac thing. So we would like go in the circle um, and like drive his little power wheel when we got home and uh, like in the evening. And we would like go around our neighborhood and like people would like herd their children away. And like every, or like, you know, like if you're outside or if you're walking on the street and you like lock eyes with someone and you're like, oh, hello, or like talk the morning to you or whatever. You know, the person normally like does some kind of gesture to like, yeah, reciprocate say hello your back. hello. Yeah. Um, no, they would just like stare at me and stare at me and way too long. It's like uncomfortable. And then I would wave and then they would just turn around and walk away. And I'm Man, like, Mormons sound more and more like Scientologists every day. Oh, it's awful. Um, yeah, you it can was- edit that out if you want. I don't care. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> but like he would look up at me in his power wheel. And this one time I remember, and I, I think I've shared this memory on the show before. Um, and he was like riding in his Jeep and he looks up at me with like the big crocodile blue eyes he has. And there was just like one little tear. And he's like, mommy, I know I can't play. Um, because there were these two kids that lived across the street from us and another little boy that lived on the other side. They were all his age. And like, there were a couple of times, like the two kids across the street would like run over to start like wanting to play with him when we were riding his Jeep around and their parents like ran outside. Like I was like a sexual predator or something. And they like scooped their kids up and like took them inside and like scolded them for trying to play with my son. And so I'm like, yeah, I totally understand. And I love that you guys see that, like that whole thing is like toxic as fuck, but when um because I'm from Cleveland originally like I would love my man is from too really it's a great city rock and roll live music little melting pot of all sorts of different folks Uh, so I would love to go back there um but yeah I was like if if I had two I had two choices either stay in Utah or come back to Nevada and I'm like as long as I cross the state line I am a-okay yeah (laughs) yeah I can understand that As many of you know, finance is my profession when I'm not here laughing, sipping, and chatting with all of you. I have over a decade of financial industry experience, and financial wellness is such a passion of mine. Like many things in the world, finances tend to look a little differently for women, even in today's generation. Webull has simplified the stock market and investing game with an easy-to-navigate, zero-commission platform that has free real-time quotes, multi-platform accessibility, 
24-7 online help, and extended trading hours. If you're looking to increase your financial portfolio and set up your retirement IRA and start investing in yourself, click the link in the show notes below to receive two free stocks on me. So on my show, we do confessions. And I normally okay. have wine, um, but I have my water bottle because I'm trying to hydrate because I have two other recordings after this. So I'm like, I don't want to be oh, plastered. Damn. God bless. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> but I normally sip away your sins. Um, so did you guys prepare any confessions for me? This is like my favorite part of the show. Oh, okay. Let me think. Let me think. There you go. Sip some more of your gin and tonic yes. so you can I'm get a, a juicy I'm a pretty one. Open, I'm in general a pretty my, open book. I'll, so I'll start while you're okay, thinking. Okay, thanks. So my confession is that a couple of weeks ago, my, um, I was supposed to go down to Delaware with my husband and our son to go see my husband's parents. Um, but something ended up happening with my parents and I ended up going upstate with them. My husband and my son both went down to Delaware and, um, they were going for multiple days because it's a three hour drive. They want to make it worth the trip. Uh, and I was only upstate for like two days. So when I got back, I had a day and a half totally by myself, which has not happened since my son was born. Um, not to mention COVID I haven't had like my, the only time my kid, my kid is not home with me is on Thursday nights when we record our live show. And that's like, I end up, I wake up at the ass crack to go pick him up anyway. So it's not really like I have it's not a break from him. Right. Exactly. It's not like I get to sit in bed and do whatever the hell I want. It was the greatest thing, the greatest day and a half of my life. I <laughs> did not miss him at all. I did miss my <laughs> husband. Cause I was like, man, he would enjoy watching housewives in bed with me right now. And just having a glass of wine. Um, but I didn't miss him. And that's my confession. I didn't miss him. When I talked to him, I was like, oh, you know, like the little pang came back. But as soon as I hung up, no, I was happy. I was living my life, man. It was the best. <laughs> and that is my confession. Time away from my son. Didn't miss him. I Carrie, feel, I feel oh, like sorry. You, you need that kind of recharge. Even if you like, um, like got a hotel room for a night, I feel like it's important, especially because like I before I became a mom, I could, I worked so much. I normally even had more than one job at the same time. And I was like, Oh, I'm a freaking power horse. I was also told I was never going to have kids. So for me, I was like, just work, 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 focus, focus, focus. And I feel like I could work 80 hours a week back then. And I would be perfectly fine. Now that I'm a mom, I feel like motherhood is something that is so continuously stimulating. Yes. yes. It's the, and, and for me, maybe I'm extra sensitive to this, but it's like the constant noise, um, the constant engagement every time, like the other day I made a joke and I was like, uh, I kept sitting down to get work done. Cause I work luckily from home now, especially cause COVID kind of pushed that even faster, Um, but I like kept sitting down for work and it was like, uh, my son needed something. He wanted a drink. And then he was like, mommy, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then my computer updated. 
And then it was like all of these things. And I'm like, are you kidding? And it's just like a constant thing until they go to bed. And then at yeah. the end of the day, you might've not even gone outside, but you're exhausted. And it's, and then, a, yeah. Well, parenting I, I, is, I totally parenting is working. However, I, I, I don't do math. That's your, that's your standpoint, but uh, whatever <laughs> 24 hours, seven days a week is, that's how much you work when you're a parent. It really is just, it's nonstop all the time because it's, it's nonstop uh, responsibility and like intake of sounds, noises, <laughs> everything. And so yeah. you're never off. You're just never off because you know that at any moment, even when they're sleeping, you have to be like ready to go. So you're working all the time. Oh yeah. We'll say this about the mom break. Um, if it is possible for you to be in your house as opposed to a hotel. I know a hotel sounds like really nice. Something about being in my house and actually enjoying my space for me in a way that I have not ever done was added to the experience. Um, so hotels are great. I love a hotel, but being in my bed that is done exactly the way I wanted to having any clothes <laughs> I want be in my bath, you know, being able to take a bath in my bathtub with all my products, you know, like those silly little things really added to the experience. So if possible, try and have it at your house. So ship out, you know, yeah, just kick your family out, kick them out, <laughs> tell them to get the fuck out of there and make it happen. Okay. You ready for my confession? Oh, yes. So ready. I feel like this is going to be a good one. I mean, I don't even know. I just have never told this to anybody, but I don't know how juicy it is. Ooh, um, I pretend to listen to voicemails and read emails and texts all the time. I just open them <laughs> so that people see that I've opened and received them. Who are you around that you're doing that right now? What do you mean? Like everybody, like I pretend to open up mail all the time. And then you're like, they see that I've received it. I just choose oh. not to end. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, thought I you like, like open it so that it looks like I've handled it from like receipts. Like, you know, oh, like when it says message yeah. received and opened, you know, whatever. So I pretend to open and address emails, voicemails, text messages when really I'm just like, I'm just doing it so that it looks like you, I paid attention. I thought you were saying like when you're around other people, you'll like no, open your emails and pretend. Anybody. That's why I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No. Now it does. I get I it just now. meant like so that the person can see that I opened it. You know what I mean? Yes. When really I'm just like, I, okay, so I'm a very responsible person. I remember one time, I'm, I'm a longtime lover and believer and goer to of therapy. And one time my therapist, Fran, who I talk about in the show all the time, Fran should get residuals from how much she I really talk about should. her. Um, <laughs> she one time told me like as my homework that I should be irresponsible on purpose for little things because I just was so responsible all the time and I always did the right thing. And like, what if I was like purposefully not responsible? Like, what would that do? Let me mm. tell you, it felt real good. <laughs> she asked me that to be my homework, and I was like, oh, my God, it is so nice to be irresponsible for things that don't matter on purpose. Like, it's just I have a lot of, like, OCD, and that really just, like, cleared. It felt like I, like, emptied a folder in my inbox in my head. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm purposely being irresponsible, and it feels so fun because I never was really an irresponsible person. And so I still like, that's my like life hack is that if you are a really kind of OCD type A person, 
um, sometimes the antidote to that is to be purposefully irresponsible and just sit with it. Mm. And it feels kind of good. And it's all about stuff that isn't going to matter. It's not like I'm not taking care of my health insurance or something. Right. It's just like, <laughs> do I need? But, you know, when you're an OCD person or you're an anxious person, type A person, you feel like you need to give, like, high-quality responses to everyone, whether it's important or not, you know? Mm. And so um, – my confession is some of you people, I'm not reading your emails or really reading your text. I'm skimming <laughs> and just opening it. And it's my purposeful irresponsibility. And I'm sorry if that you fall in that category, but man, it feels so good. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> Don't stop. I feel you. When somebody texts me um, and their bubbles come up green, I love that. Because I know that they're not an iPhone user. So my red receipts don't show up to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, I am all about you. Because like sometimes, um, especially with the line of work that I'm in, uh, people, I don't know why I I do monthly bookkeeping. It's something that needs to be done on at least a monthly basis, not like a day-to-day moment by moment kind of thing. So like people will reach out to me and if I give them, like if I leave them on red, they'll like come back at me. And I'm like, I like, I have a 48 hour turnaround. Like there's so like many other things that I have going on. Like you're on my list, but like if I leave them on red and they're an iPhone user and they can see that they like get sassy about it. But like when they show up as an Android user, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) I recommend be purposefully irresponsible. It's one of my favorite things that my therapist has ever taught me. So then you have that that advice. That's like anti-therapist advice, but I love it. Fran is the best. Let me tell you guys, everybody needs to get a Fran. So that then you have the energy to completely give the things that really matter versus like partial energy to everything. If you're purposely irresponsible to the things that don't matter, it feels good. It helps you have the energy to then give like your full energy to the things that really do matter. Mm, I love that. I'm all about it, but I never told anybody that. So y'all, I'm not returning your message for a reason. It's on purpose. Bye. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to confess in this episode. Normally I run out of confessions, but what I'm going to piggyback off of yours, if you don't mind. Um, do. And my confession is that I am somebody because the way I lived my professional life before I had a son um, and became a mom. I am somebody who has a really hard time saying no to things. Mm. And I have this really bad habit of like taking something that I could simply enjoy as a hobby and turning it into a business. Um, And it, that's just like the way my brain works. I wish it didn't like people are like, Oh, I love that about you. Or that's so inspiring. But I'm like, man, I really wish it wasn't like that all the time. Like I wish I could just simply enjoy something instead of like trying to (laughs) turn it into (laughs) something bigger than it needs to be. Um, but yeah, like my confession is that I am currently in the process of reevaluating all of the projects that I have going on. And I'm kind of like Marie Kondoing, uh, like where I'm putting my energy and my priorities. And there are some things that I think people are going to be really surprised to see go. Uh, but I just like, I need to make that room in that space in my life because, one of the things I didn't think I was going to love this podcast as much as I do, 
Um, so I really would just want to focus more on this and growing this, um, because I think the relatability and the authenticness and showing a real side of like being a real person and being a real mom is so important. Um, and I'm sure you guys get it. I'm sure you've had people comment or like send you DMS and being like, Oh my God, I love this episode. Or, um, the way you described this, I would never describe to like my friends, but I like am here for this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it. It's like that stuff like makes me so much happier than some of the other projects I have going on. So yeah, I am like cutting a lot of just crap out of my life because I am like learning to say no. Good for you. Thanks. I like that. I get it. Let's let's slip away our our confessions here. There we go. Beverage is empty. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Well, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on and talk about in this episode? Mm. just that we've got two shows we've got our podcast that uh comes out on wednesdays every week and you can find it everywhere you find podcasts and we have this awesome live show that ashley has spearheaded and she's doing such an amazing job with it it's almost every thursday we've been starting to take some breaks it's like every other thursday ish right now currently uh, yeah currently on facebook live and youtube it's on night it's at 9 p.m eastern standard time um and so the podcast is like same shooting the shit, but we usually have something we're talking about. And the live show is just And like, experts. We have yeah, experts we on have often. Peer reviewed journals. Yeah. Um <laughs> and then we have uh that joke only we Ash, Ashley and I are the only people that get that joke about peer reviewed journals, but we had a review mind. one time that someone was pissed off we didn't have peer reviewed journals on so our now show. We're we like, what the fuck journals. show do you think you're listening what to? What is that? It's oh, like, you know, like real people, like real like, scientific. Right. Like stuff. with proof and evidence and stuff. So and now we like- have it occasionally, plus some shit where we're talking out of our ass. Um, but the mom live show is really just like a good time, like a mom's like a night party. out. We've got super fun guests. Um, it's for us instead of like helping you be a better parent, it's helping you yeah. just be a better human because you're having fun. <laughs> Um, and we have a mom group on Facebook that you are welcome to join because yes. we will not shame you about anything. Um, that's mom Taraje squad. squad. Thank you, Ashley. Um, and that we are just, you know, we're, we're want to let you know that you're doing a great job and everybody's doing the best that they can. And, um, you know, if you're showing up every day and doing your best, you're doing great. And if anyone shames you in our shit, we'll just boot them out. Yeah, We're not seriously. scared of that. We don't believe in that. I'm That's not come, our I'm way. I'm going to come after you. I'm going to slip yep. my hair back. Jersey style, come after you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. I loved your, you guys have a, a photo where it's like, you're all dressed up and like dolled up looking like you're going to go to a, like a gala or something, but then there's like a whole kid mess and toys and stuff. Oh, yeah. That was my kid's playpen. That was my kid's playpen. <laughs> yeah. We have a baby doll and some wine out of sippy cups. That was, a yeah. Fun. Was fun. I love the slick back hair. I Thanks. wish I could pull something off that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having us on your show. Thank you, yeah. Emma. I'm going to have to do a great job. Oh, thank and you also, so you're much. You're going to be on our show. I am going to be on your show. And what is that in two weeks? I think so. I We're going to be recording calendar, in two weeks, so. but who knows if you have a media bank, like I do, it could come out like the end of March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's I, all right. That's good though. I'm gonna join up your. I'm gonna join up your group. 
Yes, do you will not get shamed at all. We just started it. So there's like zero activity, but we're building on it. That's fine. I have, um, I'm going to start doing a uh, zoom, like a mommy wines podcast, uh, wine club an MWP wine club, Ooh, fun. uh, where we're going to be doing like zoom wine tastings and all that kind of fun stuff coming soon. So oh, that's awesome. I'll have to send you guys an invite for that. Please, Please do. do. We love Perfect. anything that involves alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm so yeah. with you. Uh, but it was great chatting with you. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And I Thank can't wait you. to be on your show. Great. Yes, we can't wait to chat with you again. Enjoy. Perfect. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.